We're looking for Concordia for today's GeoQuiz. In Roman mythology, Concordia was the goddess of harmony. Harmony as between your mind and your heart. It's a virtuous state and one that's been adopted as a name for places all around the world. There's a town in South Africa, a bridge and university in Montreal, a Polish soccer team, even an asteroid. All are named Concordia. But the Concordia we're looking for is nowhere near any of these. Not quite as remote as an asteroid, but it might sometimes feel like it. Teams of French and Italian researchers are usually there in the chilly desert air, and we do mean chilly. With the wind chill, it can get down to 100 below. So take a few minutes. We'll be back with the answer and hear from a resident of this southernmost Concordia in just a bit. I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. To answer our geo-quiz now, we're going to speak with a British medical doctor. Alexander Kumar is currently doing what he calls overwintering in an extreme and remote environment. Hello there. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Dr. Kumar, first tell me where you are. I'm living in the uh, central higher region of Antarctica. It's uh, the French-Italian research station. It's a sort of manned uh, research remote outpost located high up at about 3,800 meters equivalent altitude in that region of Antarctica, one of the most extreme environments on Earth. It's called Concordia Station. What are the other researchers doing there? Well, I'm first the station's doctor, so uh, we're completely isolated here from February until November uh, when our first plane will arrive, and there's no way in or out. So obviously uh, the doctor becomes or can become an important role in in the base, along with the cook, our chef, uh, who's Italian. The second part of my role here is actually the research. I'm trying to understand some of the challenges in regard to isolation, separation from our normal lives, sensory deprivation, and living through these dark, cold months. Do you go outside? And if you do, is there anything you can see? Absolutely. We have uh, actually one of the clearest views of the night sky anywhere available on the Earth, not only because of our height, but also because of the lack of light pollution. So we can look with our naked eye straight into the Milky Way galaxy, which is incredible. We also are accompanied at night by the aurora occasionally, the aurora australis, that is, over the southern hemisphere, which dazzles our eyes in multiple colors, but mainly green. But uh, just in the last week, we've had our first glimpses of light below the horizon. It's as if the sun is bursting to come up above the horizon, almost overflow onto it. And so uh, for the first time in, in a while, I've been outside walking by this light. So it's, it's an incredible feeling to look at a window and not see darkness outside, but instead see uh, a glimpse of light. It's great hope. You know that it's not the end of the world after all. <laughs> <laughs> Have you taken a picture perhaps you could send us? Absolutely. I've got into a uh, hobby of astrophotography, so trying to take high-quality images of the stars and of the Milky Way. So, uh, yeah, I can certainly share images with you. Great. We'll uh, post that online here at theworld.org. Well, now it's Friday night there in Antarctica. You, you guys got a lot going on? We actually work six-day week here, so we generally try on one on Saturday night. But sure, during the evening, too, we do different things, you know, various games, various movies and so forth, which keeps us entertained. Of course, I, I'm quite accustomed now to watching movies in French and Italian, so I've become a master of Goddard, Truffaut and Fellini. <laughs> we have a lot of, obviously, a lot of music and things in the evenings, and I myself have just been getting into uh, Joey Lee Lewis's music and having him, blasting him out of the uh, windows, you know, over the Antarctic plateau is something else. It's uh, great, the music. Hey! Come on, baby. 
No, it's good times down here. Have you had any emergencies yet you've had to deal with, or are you concerned about the months that you have yet to go? Well, unfortunately, I can't talk about all the medical problems that may or may not have uh, come up. But I can say, you know, we are kept busy down here. The history of Antarctica is such that you have to be prepared for anything and expect the unexpected in terms of medicine. You know, you just have to look back in terms of the last 40, 50 years here, going from the British, Swedish, Norwegian expedition, which had, I think, a a, uh, rock specialist get a thing into his eye and his eyeball had to be removed surgically by a doctor who had never done that before following a, uh, a telex or similar communication in from Sweden based on the advice. So uh, the stories are all there and you have to live in anticipation of what could happen, hoping that, of course that it doesn't. I mean, I've been to a lot of places. I've traveled to, lived and worked, in fact, through 60 countries around the world, and, you know, including the Arctic regions, and I've never had such a challenge in all my life. You know, they say the Everest is more of a psychological challenge than a physical one, and I certainly agree, having uh, spent the winter here and hopefully uh, survive. <laughs> Dr. Alexander Kumar at Concordia Station in Antarctica, the answer to our geo quiz. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. See you. Bye.